This is News Talk. So there are two big housing stories kind of at different ends of the scale on the papers this morning. So the front page of the Irish Examiner, first of all, a fresh ban on evictions has been called for as the number of renters being forced from their homes by their landlords has more than doubled in the last 12 months. So between April and June, 1,781 renters were given notice to quit, i.e. landlord sends them a letter and says you need to get out probably because they're selling up or maybe sometimes the excuse is used that they want to do serious works to the house which means someone obviously can't lift live there when those works are being carried out. So 1,781 notices issued between April and June and that compares to 841 during the same period last year and of course we before that had a temporary eviction ban under COVID-19 so we had very few of any, then we've had 841, now we're up to 1,781 so that's a quarter on quarter growth in the numbers since the temporary eviction ban was lifted in this country and uh, the Irish Examiner has an interview with Sinn Féin's housing spokesperson Owen O'Brien. He says the Minister must consider all options including a fresh ban on evictions to arrest the problem. The problem of course being that in normal times maybe it would be easy to go okay I have to unfortunately leave this house I'll go somewhere else but it's very very difficult to find somewhere first of all to find somewhere secondly to find somewhere that you're paying in or around the same amount of rent and people are already at the pin of their collar in a lot of cases trying to pay their rent and find themselves in trouble people maybe not so much in trouble on the front of the Irish Independent and you know we're all thinking about the cost of living crisis Uh, I think it's fair to say we're all trying to tighten our belts. So then you read this story in the Irish Independent. Ireland has witnessed an explosion in the sale of 1 million euro plus homes over the past 12 months. So doesn't seem like the sale of very expensive houses impacted by the cost of living. The number of residential Dublin property deals valued at a million euro or more has soared by 44%, but actually in Wicklow it's even more. So in Wicklow there's been a 78% increase in the number of residential property transactions sold for seven figures. And there's also big rises in Cork, Limerick, Tipperary, Clare and Donegal. This is Irish Independent analysis of the residential property price register and we're at Celtic Tiger era levels of increases in the sale of properties valued at over 1 million euro there. Now other big story on the front of the Irish Independent, Sinn Féin is proposing an almost €50 a week increase in the job seekers allowance. So not only have we kite flying from government about the budget, but then we also have leaks from the opposition about what they would do if they were in government. This is a submission to the government's Commission on Taxation and Welfare. Sinn Féin saying unemployed people who currently get €208 a week should be entitled to a payment which meets the minimum essential standard of living and They're quoting 2021 research by the Vincentian Partnership for Social Justice, which found that really the standard of living for a single adult living in Ireland alone is €251.82. So that's how much Sinn Féin thinks a job seeker, someone who's unemployed, should get. Now, on to the front of the Irish Times, and they're talking about climate, and obviously the government has the big plan to reduce energy consumption by 2030, but that plan is facing a significant 
significant legal challenge. So as I'm sure you all know, under famous EU rules, Ireland has to make a specific amount of energy savings within the next decade. And a large part of these savings will be made through a scheme that requires suppliers to support efficiency projects in businesses and homes across Ireland. And the scheme is being revised by the Department of Environment. Under the new changes, suppliers of energy used in transport will see their targets substantially increased. So the news this morning is that it's understood uh, to the Irish Times that it's highly likely that Fuels for Ireland, which represents oil importers and distributors, is going to bring a judicial review about the plans when the scheme is unveiled in the coming months. And apparently the group was told by a single, uh, sorry, by a senior council that other providers of energy, like gas and electricity, may not be subject to the same regime. Uh, so this would be what they would class as discrimination. So that's why they might bring a legal challenge. Facebook may get a third large data fine. That's the other story on the front of the Irish Times. Obviously Facebook's owner, Meta, is facing a third large fine for violating EU data laws in Ireland. Already they've set aside hundreds of millions of euro to cover the growing cost of regulatory inquiries into its social media sites. New moves in a big Facebook case come ahead of a large fine against Instagram for violating children's privacy. The Irish Sun, the Irish Daily Star and the Irish Mirror all lead with Gardaí launching a murder probe after missing man Sean McCarthy was found shot dead in a Dublin apartment. A man in his 30s was arrested and questioned by cops. The front of the Irish Sun missing Sean found dead and it's the same headline on the front of the star and the mirror lured to his death. Inside the papers, interesting one in the Irish Examiner, you have to cast your mind back to the days of the crash and they have an interview in the Examiner with Ireland South MEP Billy Kelleher and he has revealed that he was seriously assaulted in the wake of the bailout by a member of the public. He says some ministers at the time of Brian Cowan's government had to take their children out of their schools because of the hostility in response to the financial crash and Billy Kelleher says one day as he was leaving a funeral home in Cork a man approached him and shoved him to the ground. Also interesting um, he didn't report his assault or certainly says some ministers didn't bother reporting the assaults that they were receiving at the time because they said that there was no sympathy or understanding for their position so you didn't report it because you just felt there would be no understanding of it according to Billy Kelleher. So interesting insights into what went on behind the scenes during the crash and how some members of the public, obviously lots of people were angry with what happened, but how some members of the public took it out physically on politicians. Staying with politics in the Examiner, uh, they have a list of what we gave dignitaries coming to Ireland, some of the diplomatic gifts that we gave, a €300 edition of Ulysses, a €180 silver frame, and then, I feel sorry for this official, they got a 22 euro scarf. They're among the gifts given to foreign dignitaries in the lifetime of this government. So the Taoiseach's department has gifted foreign dignitaries nine times since June 2020. And among them were a scarf worth €22, €300, as I say, uh, edition of Ulysses. Emmanuel Macron did the best because he got this expensive version of Ulysses. Someone else, the Vice President of Colombia, got a €24 brooch. 
Uh, someone else, this is the Prime Minister of Ukraine, got a pair of Newbridge cufflinks worth €79 euro and then a €17 euro tie. Uh, the Governor of New Jersey was given a €30 euro crystal vase and a €22 euro scarf was given to the Deputy Prime Minister of Ukraine. That's interesting what the officials decide that the diplomats need to get as presents uh, or thank yous for interacting with the Department of the Taoiseach. Now, in the Irish Independent, they are looking at summer camps this morning and I thought that summer camps were a couple of hundred quid, I have to be honest, but hard-pressed parents, according to the Indo, are forking out up to €3,000 on average to keep their children entertained in summer camps over the long break. It's been described as an expensive summer for most working parents who obviously don't have many childcare options. And they've interviews with parents, some spending up to three grand on summer camps. Very, very expensive indeed. A couple of final stories for you. One comes from the Times of London. And obviously walking, very, very important to clear your head. But we're told a stroll after dinner is now being seen as improving blood sugar control and reducing the chances of developing heart problems or diabetes. So the advice is go out for a stroll after you have your dinner and you could be very, very healthy for your heart. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.